I'm Elliot Reeves, this is Lynette Gray, and you're watching The Elliot Reeves Show. Lynette, thank you so much for coming. It's brilliant to have you here. Thanks for having me. I love your space. <laughs> thank it's you so very inspiring. much. Yeah, it's inspiring. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, there's, well, what people probably can't see is the fact that there's like foam padding around most walls. Um, we've got a big sort of meditative yep. thing going on here with an elephant on the wall, a Buddha here. And good and, coffee. Uh, and good coffee. And good of coffee. You always Only the coffee. best. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. yeah, as soon as I came into your space, I'm like, wow. Cool. Centre of Edinburgh. Yep, <laughs> <Yeah>. love it. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I was saying to you when uh, you came in earlier, I think the first time that I was aware of you was through our good friends, Andrew Johnson and Gary Young. Yes. Um, so like in terms of what you do and your job and how you describe yourself, I mean, what would be your sort of elevator pitch to people? Oh yeah, I should have thought of this. <laughs> so, well, I'm a life coach and meditation guide and cool. my passion, my purpose is to create safe spaces for people. People so that they can, you know, open up and mm -hmm. tune into who they truly are. And I do that with weekly classes, but I also do that one-to-one. -one. Okay, yeah. awesome. So like going back to your earlier life and maybe, you know, the sort of path that led you into that. I mean, yeah. can you go into a bit of detail about, you know, all of that, all of that good stuff? Yeah, I was really in my mind, mm -hmm. okay? So from about 12, I started to not feel very good. Okay. But I didn't share with anyone. And then I just kept going with life, you know? And I had all these crazy thoughts in my head, you know, horrible thoughts. So I was beating myself up all the time. Mm -hmm. Then got into my 20s and discovered partying and really <laughs> went on a journey of parties and friendships and connections. But actually, when I was alone, I wasn't, connected you mm -hmm. know i was mm -hmm. distracted a lot of the time i spent summer in ibiza and you know went to australia and just i wasn't happy mm. but looking at me i was the party girl i probably maybe looked happy and maybe looked like i was having the best life yeah. and looking back i'm like shit i should have appreciated it back then because i was so free mm -hmm. i was mm -hmm. able to do whatever i wanted and yeah i just wasn't feeling it though i wasn't present Okay. I was constantly looking at the past or looking at the future. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about mindfulness or meditation. And I didn't realize that other people felt the way I was feeling because I didn't share it. Okay. So yeah. once I started to, well, what happened was I had my son who was the greatest gift ever because <laughs> he allowed me to stay put in one place. Right. Yeah. Okay. He also yeah. opened me up to many things. But when I had him, I couldn't run away anymore. And mm. I don't know what I was running away from. I was running away from myself. Mm. But I had to be stuck like in Edinburgh and okay. I had responsibility now. So when he was about two, I got diagnosed with postnatal depression. Mm -hmm. Now I'd hid it for two years. I'd managed to escape, they get you to fill out a form to see how you're feeling and how you're doing. Okay. And I don't know how that, yeah, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So when I was two, I went to the doctors and I said how I was feeling and they were like, oh, okay, you've got postnatal depression. How would you describe the way that you were feeling? <clears throat> like I didn't want to be here. Whoa, okay. Yeah, like just didn't want to live. Didn't want to, wanted to jump off a bridge because I couldn't handle Jeez. how I was feeling. And I now had a baby to, to look after, mm -hmm. my beautiful son. Yeah. And, you know, his sleeping wasn't great. So to add that onto your mental health, mm -hmm. I was, he was waking up every two hours. So I was stressed. Um, I'm a single parent, so there was nobody really to help me, it felt like, even though, you know, I've got my supportive parents and my yeah. auntie and cousin and my brother, mm -hmm. but they weren't at home with me at night. You know, me, it was just me and my son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and I hadn't really opened up to anyone. People maybe knew, I'm sure they could sense it off me and feel it, mm -hmm. but I tried to keep it contained. Okay. And I think getting that diagnosis mm -hmm. allowed me to look back on my life and realize this started when I was 12. It wasn't just the postnatal depression. This was a depression and an anxiety. I didn't know what anxiety was until I was in Australia and I'd fallen pregnant and I, I described to my friend's mother how I was feeling all the time, this tight sort of chest and like panicked and I was always shaken. Mm -hmm. She was like, I think you've got anxiety. And before that, I didn't know what it was. I just thought that's how 
human beings were to be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that I was weird or something. Hmm. A lot of people seem to suffer from anxiety these days. Yes, you hear about it's common. it a lot. A lot, but you're right. I mean, if if you don't know what the warning signs are, what you know it actually is like to have it. Yeah, often it's, it goes it, undiagnosed, if you like. You know, because it must have just started to happen, and mm -hmm. then that was me. I was just living in this anxiety. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. So getting that diagnosis was a real turning point. It was my lowest point, but I feel like I needed that mm -hmm. to awaken. So. I got put on antidepressants, which I was like, give me anything. I just want to feel good, you know? And I was on a high doses. So getting on them, though, really allowed me to start to look for other options. So I started to read loads of books. Okay. I ordered every single Dr. Wayne Dyer book there is because okay. he, <laughs> for some reason, he really touched my heart. Yeah. And when I read his books, I started to understand what was going on. So I would read like a maniac, okay? Hmm. And for the first sort of four years of my healing, it was really just reading. And it was like watching TED Talks or finding small courses. And then when I got a job at Lululemon and everything changed. So they're a company, hmm. a Canadian company, and they are so into personal development. And I remember the first two weeks of my training, the first week was all about me and about my personal development. And I was like, whoa, this is an incredible company. Yeah. So I was with them for three years. And with them, you you write down your goals and you put them on the wall for everyone to see. Like really? The, cus the, the people that come into the store, yeah, your right. colleagues, everyone, so that you're held accountable. And this was my first sort of introduction to being held accountable. Okay. So on there, I wrote that I wanted to go to Landmark landmark forum which is a personal development course okay and land and um, lululemon they pay for their staff or they used to pay for their staff to go to this course but a few of the managers and other staff members had been and were like why do you want to go to that it's horrendous <laughs> <laughs> because basically you're looking at really deep within you okay i've never heard of it Oh, it's incredible. Yeah? It's, if you look it up, it'll say it's a cult, but right, okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I need to check this out. It's amazing. So I went there and it's a three-day course. So you're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you go back on the Tuesday to sort of finish it all up. And it's like, I don't know, 12-hour days, maybe I can't remember. Mm. Long days. Yeah. And you go in there and you are like you've been put in a washing machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An emotional one. And everything came up and you have to take responsibility you have to make phone calls to people to clear your shit up um i cried for all three days really but by the sunday night i had this massive breakthrough and even when i think of it now i've got goosebumps like hmm. for the first time in my life i felt freedom i felt like i belonged and i felt like i was here for a reason Wow. And I was addicted to that feeling. Yeah. You know? So what were, I mean, just maybe to get some insight, what are some of the tools, the techniques that they would use in order to take you through that, that you know, that transformational process? Yeah. It's, so, so these sort of courses or these seminars, you have to be in it. It's really hard to describe. You know, the first thing was, um, well, we, you get breaks, but your breaks are not breaks. Your breaks are your time to go and do some homework. Right. And on the first day, the first break, I had said that I was going to phone someone and I went on the break and I like basically didn't make that phone call. Right. I was scared. I was scared to phone the person I'd said to the room. Now it's 120 people in that room that I was going to make that phone call and I didn't do it. And when mm. I came back in, the lady leading it, who she's amazing, Virtue, she's Turkish and she's fiery and she's strong, but so compassionate she was like she pointed to me and she went did you make that call and i was like no and you've got 120 <laughs> people looking at you and you yeah. feel like well i started convulsing in my seat and i was like <gasps> oh, crying God. so much and my yeah. friend who was on the course was really panicking thinking oh shit, is she going to come back from this so it allowed me to see like where's that showing up in my life i'm not taking responsibility so that was the first course mm incredible when i came home people noticed there was a difference my son even noticed and then from that i then started to get committed to myself okay on another level no more book well the books are still being read but mm -hmm. like for me to get to where i want to be 
these courses really work for me. Okay. So I done Landmark Advance and oh sorry, Landmark Forum, and then they've got a course called Landmark Advance. So the first course, the forum, is all about you. The second course, I believe, is all about how we are all connected. We are all one. And you come together with, I think there were 60 people in our group. And I've never felt so connected to humanity and life than I did at that point. Like I've had many experiences afterwards, but I was blown away again. Mm -hmm. And again, came back like feeling like I'd up leveled again. Wow. So now I'm committed to doing these courses. So since then, I have done, there's a course called SI Seminar. Okay. PSI, which... I might have heard of that. It comes from California. Dr. Mm -hmm. Wayne Dyer was a fan. Mm. Bob Proctor's a fan of mm -hmm. it. And yeah, that is incredible. It's coming back to the UK in October. And I've done it the basic course twice. And I'm going to California in November <laughs> really? to do their seven-day course. And on this, you basically, seven days of transformation is the same amount, like you'll have the same amount of growth as you would do, like doing seven years work on yourself. Seriously? So spiritually, mentally, emotionally, wow. and physically. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so so how do you measure your progress? I mean, I would typically look at something like levels of consciousness as a means to, or like a barometer for gauging where you are. Uh, in terms of your sort of progress as a person but do you have a means of being able to say like this is where I am at the moment and this is where I want to be or where you are relative to where you ultimately want to get to I think when you look at the results in your life okay then that gives you a good idea of like if the course has worked or yes. not yeah um <laughs> you know done landmark done <clears throat> I've done Tony Robbins as well the UPW course yeah I think I think it's more like unhappiness inside, mm -hmm. a more contentment. Um, business is getting better. You know, relationship with my son is getting better because mum's happier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, he notices um, relationships with other people are much better and people just feel it. I don't know. I don't know how you sort of... I just know for me, I love doing these courses. I love digging deep. And for yeah. me to serve my clients powerfully... I have to do the work. Mm -hmm. I need to mm -hmm. go to these dark places so that I can help them. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Cool. Wow. <laughs> like, I've only done... Um, I was, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head if I've done anything else like that. I mean, I might have done, but certainly um, one of my mentors, Peter Sage, I went to one of his events, which is an intensive 12 hour a day, three day thing yeah. where in day number one, you just, you're, you get broken down as a person. Yeah, it's the same So we've got like, all your stuff and then it's like, oh my God, right, okay. But then it's like, you still have to do the work. Yeah, you, you still know, have to do the work like afterwards. The, the immediate transformation right there, you go, you're a new person. And whilst, I, you know, speaking from my own experience, I feel that I have changed significantly, but there's still a lot of things that I do where I'm like, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. I need to, I need to try and weed that out. I need to try and iron that out. Oh, see. And there may be like, I don't know whether they're old patterns or where, whether it's like mirroring stuff. I mean, certainly my, my eating is probably the main thing that I do where I'm like, that's still quite destructive. You know, mm. I, I still need to address that, but yeah interesting stuff like reading your bio you talk about it as healing yourself which i absolutely love that yeah because i think a lot of people probably talk about it as like a recovery but that maybe sounds a little bit kind of you know like you're coming off a drug or something but yeah so so yeah it's, how much more healing do you think you need to need to do i think i'll always be healing till i exit this life because yeah. there's always stuff and actually that brings me on to so i ended up being on the antidepressant for eight years it kind of was wow. like became a crutch right mm -hmm. i was scared in case i came off that and i went back to who i had been sorry that's okay um <laughs> so last year at upw unleash the power within mm -hmm. as a participant tony robbins I spent four days in that environment and then came out and threw my antidepressants in the bin and I've not been on them since. So I've healed myself now from the depression and the anxiety. And that's another thing I want to share with people because I never believed I would come off those tablets. I thought maybe I'd be on them for life. Mm -hmm. But I'd done the work, the inner work. Yeah. And I took responsibility and I started to understand why... I was because the tablets were, yeah, they make you feel a bit better, but they kind of mask stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's about going in deeper. So so having gone through the journey that you've been on, what, um, 
do you have any advice that you could offer to other people that are maybe suffering from anxiety or depression as a means of trying to you know alleviate the suffering yeah definitely meditation was like yeah. the foundation of my healing okay and that's why i run weekly meditation classes because hmm. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. People think it's maybe woo-woo or simple, but <laughs> life is actually simple. We make it complicated. <laughs> yeah. And meditation's not about feeling good. Sometimes you might be there crying or screaming because <laughs> you have actually got to sit with yourself. Yeah, exactly. For a certain amount of time, you know? So talk me through your meditation practice. What does that look like? So mine's is usually in the morning. Okay. So I get up like an hour, an hour and a half before my son awakens. Right. Okay. And I don't, I leave my phone on airplane mode mm -hmm. so that I'm not reactive. Because if we look at that first thing, we're going to react. So leave that off, get downstairs, get myself a hot water and just either meditate first or do a bit of reading first. Okay. Sometimes if I read first, it'll awaken me mm -hmm. so that I'm not going into the meditation and just like going back to sleep. So my morning okay. practice is where I meditate consistently. And then if there's time through the day or sometimes at night. Cool. Yeah. Do you use an app? Do you use guided meditation? Is yes. it just a case of, you know, you just sit there and just allow thoughts to, you know, be the observer of the thought or what does it look like? Yeah, it can look different. I can sit in silence uh -huh. um, or I love Insight Timer. Insight Timer? I'm yeah. Even, I don't even know. I need, no, I've heard of that. So it's an app. It's free. Okay. And it's got 15,000 free meditations on there. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew Johnson, awesome. our friend, has yeah. got many. Um, and Andrew actually helped me to upload one that I've done. So yeah. I've now got like my favourite app. I've got a meditation on there. So that's good. Sweet. And what sort of things come up during your meditation? Different things. Ideas sometimes. Sometimes just a, like a feeling of, there's nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah. The only moment we have is now. Like, everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's okay. <laughs> everything's always going to be fine. You know? People possibly think I'm nuts, but actually, you can see them up there. I bought crystals recently. Oh, yeah. I got them fairly recent. I've not actually used them yet, but they say that because the, the actual stone has a certain energy with it, yeah. it means that you get a certain type of meditation whilst doing it. Yeah. Um, I, do, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any science to, to prove that. Do you do anything like... I used to really be into crystals. Yeah. 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 Um, what did you find using them? Yeah, good. I it's just whatever works for you, eh? Yeah, yeah. I've got crystals in the house and you know, I have angel cards and stuff and I have um a quartz crystal just to cleanse the angel cards. So they're there and now and again they'll pop out, but I used to be really into them. I think I was really into them before I started really going deep with the courses. Right, okay. Cuz maybe I was looking for other things to yeah. like make me feel better so i still have them but i now realize it's just really all inside mm -hmm. yeah so i use them to enhance things rather than like i used to like wear them in my bra and think really? this you know this this is it this will protect me <laughs> but then i was still like fighting with myself inside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, def they definitely i think if you use if you're i don't really know much about them yeah 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 but there's people that you know will know all about them and mm -hmm. will use them in the right way maybe i wasn't yeah. using them in such <laughs> with the right intention well that's it yeah <laughs> I mean, intention we were saying this earlier is so important <laughs> intention is everything it is, yeah 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 totally i'm going to ask you about your coaching um so when did you first get involved in coaching and um how would you describe your style Okay, so I think, you know, when you were talking about there, you know, you go to the course, say the seminar. Yes. Then when you come out, I think the best thing to do is to get a coach. And my sister-in-law had was training to be a coach and she used me as her case study. Uh, and I was blown away because I had wanted to manifest something and we'd done it. We'd done what I asked for. It didn't quite come in the the way I wanted it to come because I hadn't got so clear, like on my intention. Okay. But I really felt the power of it. I was yeah. like, this is amazing because I've done counselling, you know, before when I was feeling crap. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I was swimming in my my misery. So when I'd done the coaching, I felt really empowered. You know, I was making the choices. My coach was holding the space, asking me the right questions. And I fell in love with it then. Um, and then 
my brother has mindful talent. Mm-hmm. So I trained with mindful talent um, when I was still working at Lululemon. Okay, yeah. And I'd done it just, I think, more to find out more about myself. And, you know, I love to learn. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be something maybe that I was going to take into basically doing as a business yes. at that time. Uh-huh. I just was really enjoying to be, you know, the pupil again. Mm-hmm. So I trained with them and then I loved it so much. So I had lots of case studies. I was really active on that. I'd done about 40 hours of case studies. I think you're only meant to do 20 hours, but I was loving it so much. I love, even in one session, somebody transforms. Mm. So I really, yeah, I was just really inspired. And then I just kept going with it. So I've now been um, qualified a year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I love I love coaching. It's 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 a real passion of mine now. What do you think are some of the best coaching questions you can ask people? Oh God, <laughs> it really depends in the moment. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it depends in the moment. I my style is very heart led. So at the start of my session, I will take them into their heart space. So I use meditation. So oh, we'll go in okay. there, and as they're really focusing in on their heart, and they've got their eyes closed, I'll tune in to my intuition and I'll ask a question that's right for that person. So different things come up. And then also when they're in there, I'll like plant a little sort of affirmation so that they come out and they've like really absorbed that affirmation and they've felt it. Mm -hmm. And we bring in some gratitude as well because I feel that when we're in the state of gratitude, we're like vibrating at a different frequency. Yeah. So then we're more open to possibility. Okay. So they come out that and they're like, right, what do I want? What do I really want? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anything's possible. <laughs> and then where do you take people from there? Is it a case of goal setting and like looking where they want to go or? Well, it depends. The so, so the first session I would meet them for, yeah, take them into the heart space and then we'd look at either one or two areas that's important to them that they want to work on. Do you use like the wheel of life type model? Yeah, we can do the wheel. Sometimes I do it my own way. Yeah. Um, it's just really getting clear on where they they are yeah. and what they're wanting to sort of achieve. Yes. And then we look at, you know, how it's looking right now. But then we look at, you know, 10 out of 10. What do you want it to look like? What mm. would it look like if it was like amazing? And allow them to dream. And I get some movement in there. Sometimes get them to dance. Yeah, really? (laughs) (laughs) So if we're in a cafe doing it, you can imagine. Um, But yeah, I do a lot of my sessions online because it allows the the coachee to be in the comfort of their own home so that when I do say, let's stand up and have a wee dance, they don't feel so awkward, yeah? They can just let themselves go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that must really challenge the ego, you know, dancing in front of people. And yeah, I like mine to be. I like my coaching to be fun. Yeah, fun but deep as well. Mm-hmm. And for them to come away with clarity and insights and yeah, motivation. Yeah. What What do you feel is your purpose? My purpose is, like I said, to create these spaces to empower people, to enrich people, so that they enrich others because my purpose is to help to create world peace and we can only do that like one mind at a time and that's why i like sci seminar their whole intention is world peace one mind at a time is that right yeah that's why i'm so i'm so into that course because it's the truth it's the only reason we're fighting Mm. is because our minds are telling us you know, Mike, um, Michael A. Singer, have you heard of him? No, I've not, no. Oh my God. So. He's wrote The Untethered Soul and The Surrender Experiment. Right, okay. And he says, you know, our minds can be a dangerous place or a great gift. Hmm. It's the truth. Yeah. And that dangerous place he talks about is what is causing wars, yeah. conflict. Yeah, yeah. You spoke earlier about the fact that, you know, the sort of connectedness, that we mm. are all connected. Yeah. I mean, how do you... How do we, or, you know, how do people teach other people that that's the case? You know, how, how, do, how, do, you, how do you ensure that humanity aren't trying to destroy each other? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, when you start to find the light within yourself, like mm. that peacefulness, people start to be drawn towards you because you kind of feel like freedom to them, right? 
because hmm. they're like maybe they're struggling and they're like oh what, what have you done <laughs> i remember standing on the door of um, lou lemon and i was just back from landmark so i'm buzzing right hiya <laughs> how you doing and this couple <laughs> simone and mike i just sort of met them a few times they came up to me and they were like what have you done and then i said to them i've been on this course and they were like oh we want to find out about it I was like, you probably won't be able to find anything online. But I said, to give you a good idea, if you go and watch Tony Robbins' I Am Not Your Guru on Netflix, it's similar to Landmark, the same sort of thing. So they went home, they done that. And then they came back about two weeks later and they're like, we've booked Tony. I'm like, amazing. I've always wanted to go to Tony. Amazing. They were like, we just couldn't find out much about Landmark. So we've just gone straight with Tony Robbins. So they went two years ago to UPW. Uh Uh-huh had like massive breakthroughs. And when they were there, they signed up for all these courses, right? So they went on a year of Tony Robbins courses. They were in Fiji, Florida, everywhere. And um, when I left Lululemon, I I messaged them to say, I've left, like I'm going to do my own thing now. And they were like, oh, we want to celebrate with you. Come and meet us at the beach, Portobello for a coffee. So January last year, met them. We were talking about everything. Then they were like, listen, we want to gift you two tickets to Tony Robbins' UPW. And I was like, what? Like, you should have, honestly, it was the best moment of my life. I just received gracefully. And they were so excited. I was so excited. And it's that, it's that ripple effect. So because I stood that day, shining brightly and feeling free, Mm. they felt it, they wanted it, they took action. Yeah. And then they gave me that, beautiful gift to then like and then all of us just done the crew members for tony robbins this year i was gonna say yeah, yeah they done it too simone and actually. mike were there too so <laughs> we all right? got to like give back that's so cool yeah <laughs> so what was the experience like this year <laughs> off the scale <laughs> yeah. I think it's really hard to put into words like um last year obviously like i transformed massively you know you walk across fire the first night is it the first night first night so doing that the first night, you're like, I am fucking powerful, you know? <laughs> no burns on me, yes. So you do that the first night. It's just an incredible experience. It's a party. It reminded me of being in Ibiza without the drugs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you're really? basically finding that ecstasy within yourself. Yeah, that's such a cool way of putting it. Which is like, so many people said that. I feel like I'm in Ibiza. Yes, the music's so loud. You're dancing. You're so high. And then you're so low at moments. So it's like high, low, high, then really high. Yeah. Yeah. So this year, crew member, you're there for an extra day because you've got a day's training. Oh, And right. I oh, <laughs> got to be on fire crew this year. Yeah, yeah really? So I was, and it's <laughs> funny because the first year when you're walking across that fire, you don't understand how supported you are from all the crew members. Okay. So there's 600 crew members. Mm-hmm. And we were basically, me and my friend Alina were called... 600. 600. We were (laughs) first anchor, we were called. So basically, we were there with our arms together, catching the people straight after the walk the fire to say to them, stop, wipe your feet. And we'd wash their feet, the little guy here, celebrate. So can you imagine looking in the eyes of hundreds of people who've just walked across that fire and they've just realized that they've like achieved that yeah. and i'm like celebrate and their eyes are like Wah! and then they leave and then there's somebody else to meet them to dance with them and jump up and down yeah and then um, tony robbins was like two lanes and like beside us and his presence he was just massive yeah yeah and um, so we you know assisted at that there was another part of the the four-day event that i assisted at this amazing this amazing point that he does, this this exercise that he does that goes on for about three hours and I was in the heart of it. And I was just standing, sending love to 12,000 people as they were transforming through something that's really quite tough. Mm-hmm. But when they transform that, so it's like they're in this suffering, they're in this pain, and then all crew members are standing, 600, sending love, right? And then suddenly... It's just a whole room of love because people are coming out the suffering and they're realizing that they they've they they've got responsibility, they can change, they can choose, and everyone's up like so excited, so so much love in the room. It was like, whoa, I will never forget that for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. It's really wow. hard to like describe, but <laughs> hopefully yeah. you can feel it. I suppose when so many people leave that and go into the world, the the I suppose the the net 
positive outcome of that must be massive. Yeah. Because everyone they're in contact with and then yep. everyone they're in contact with and it's that sort of ripple effect. Yeah, ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Amazing. That's awesome. I've never been. I, I definitely need to need to go to one. Yeah, and you, all, you always Love get a to. concert as well. So we had Will I Am this time. And he yeah. was on stage, like, basically kept shouting, energy, energy, I got this energy, energy. We were like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Actually came away and my eyelids were like, yeah. my eyes are so big. And I'm like, God, this is just on my own energy. Like, I don't drink yeah. anymore. So no alcohol, like, just totally present and feeling and alive. That's awesome. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> definitely try it <laughs> i don't wish to uh, lower the mood but i just feel as though i, I kind of need to ask you um because recently there's been some articles and things coming up on tony mm. that buzzfeed have been putting out there, yep i've seen uh, that various allegations and all sorts of thoughts um all sorts of things do you have any any sort of thoughts around that he is just pure love and light yeah you know, i've had a few friends as well who've said stuff and for me I healed. Like I let go of my antidepressants. Mm, that man mm. made a difference in my life. And I've got many friends that have been to his courses and it's made a huge difference. Like the work I'm doing now is totally inspired by him and his business partner. Yeah. Who's Joseph McLennan. Like they guys rock it on that stage and they <laughs> get you to a place that you just realize how much power you actually have. Mm -hmm. So I stand for him yeah. all the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. I just sometimes think like a lot of these allegations are things that he, you know, he might have done in his mid twenties and stuff. And it's like, but why are you bringing it up now? Yeah, why are you bringing it up now? You know, why would you not have said that at the time? Yep. Um, and also, like when you consider the number of people that go through his seminars and his courses, and that he kind of touches, so to so to speak, um, not in a derogatory <laughs> way, <laughs> but um, you know, like it's inevitable that you're going to have some people that maybe don't have as positive an experience as others. Of course, and the course isn't for everyone. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. up to you if you go there and you're like, what the? But exactly. For me, it's just been transformational. Yeah. You know. That is wicked. Yeah. Yeah. I've only got good things to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's like, yeah, I just wanted to see what your, your overall opinion was. And if it's positive, then that's that's cool. Yeah. And these things, they want people to feed into that negativity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's sort of mainstream media. That's how they, that's their business model. Yeah. You know, I that's how you know, they I get stopped, people's attention. Yeah. I stopped watching the TV a long time ago. It was yeah. part of my healing. Mm. And I just can't. I can't watch news. I can't. No. Seriously? Can't. No. Mm. <laughs> what about things like politics or nope. anything like that? No, really? No. Yeah. I can't have any negativity <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just stop watching the TV. So, like, I know that. The, I'll watch, like, Netflix and yeah. TED Talks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically the same. Yeah. Because, um, you know, the counter argument to if I say that to anyone who is a, a disbeliever or a cynic, they're like, oh, but how do you keep up to date with like what's happening? I don't in worry, the world? you find and, out. Like, I'm on social media. <laughs> you well, this hear. is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're on social media, it's hard to avoid you hear. the stuff that, you know, yeah, the big but, stuff. But my, you know, if I was to watch the news and start worrying about all these things, I'm just adding, adding to that energy, that negative, oh God, that fear uh -huh. is adding to it. And I believe we're all energy. Everything's energy. Yeah. So if I'm like adding to that, is it helping it? No. Mm. So it's like, okay, what am I passionate about and how can I find a solution for that or how can I help that? So mine says I'm passionate about really empowering people. Mm -hmm. So I'm focused on the coaching. I'm focused on meditation i'm focused on how can i help people to evolve so i'll watch things that will help me with that huh. and then basically you know that's what i'm tuning into yes yeah so You're that's feeding gonna, the positive so i'm feeding yeah yeah because you know there's that universal law what we focus on expands yep so if i was to watch the news all day <laughs> i'm going to be back depressed yeah. like i was 10 years ago is that any use to anyone no probably not no there's another one as well where focus goes energy flows yeah 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 totally. and like attracts like yeah go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love it love all the universal laws yeah, so yeah. simple yeah i know yeah simple but not easy right yeah we should have been taught that at school <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah today kids were learning about the universal laws 
<laughs> yes, that would be so exciting. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So where do you see yourself going? What's your, what are some of your future goals, aspirations? Future what's, what's goals? A, what, what are the plans? Well, I'd like to meet a husband. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm ready now. <laughs> you ready? I'm a little bit senior. <laughs> I just think, you know, a lovely gentleman who's into personal development, who can enhance my life and my son's life. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for many years, I was thinking, oh, we're too much a burden. We're a package, you know? And I'm like, actually, we're a good package. And yeah. if somebody came along, I think it'd be so nice to hang out and create a life with them. So husband's one of them. Okay. <laughs> um, Business-wise, I'd like to talk to larger audiences, which scares me, but... I need to push out that comfort zone, you know? And yeah. What speaking else? speaking is a tough one. Yeah. Speaking's really tough. Um it's something that Because you love to speak. I do love to speak, yeah. Yeah, when the time's right. And you've done it yesterday. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I was speaking at the creative events. It was formerly the Bra Blogger Annual Conference and they yeah. rebranded to creative events, which kind of sounds probably a bit more expansive and a yeah. bit more like more people you know, can get involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Less niche. Um <laughs> and it was awesome. I had an absolute blast. Like I'm still uh sort of finding my own flavor as a speaker i think yep. um i'm still relatively early in the in the journey but and you know i thoroughly enjoy doing it it's great and you're right you it's a, it's a means to be able to have a positive effect or impact on on so many people yeah in the one place like why would mm. you not want to do that if you have the opportunity to yeah it's scary the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like going along i was like you, you get all the sort of um you know the doubts and the negative thoughts and the sort of imposter syndrome yeah. like geez who am i but uh you know it's funny because tony robbins uh, there's a video on youtube it's called tony robbins incantations okay and he does this exercise and i don't know whether he still does it but it's called i am the voice yes i am the voice yes. i will lead not follow oh, exactly. i will create not destroy <laughs> I will believe not doubt. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I am a force for good. So that comes so this. see the thing I was talking about when I was holding the hand um, holding the hand on the heart, sending the love. Yeah. Once everyone that's what we were all shouting together. Oh really? Okay. And then we sung, I'm not afraid to yeah. take a stand. <laughs> yeah. So were you saying that as you went along the road? Yeah, yeah, I had that I had my ear <laughs> earpods in and I was playing uh, Tony Robbins incantations in my yeah. ear. So he basically says that like affirmations, people do affirmations, but if you're like emotionally not attached attached to it then you can't actually engage yeah you know you can tell yourself like you know i'm happy i'm happy i'm happy yeah. you can say that over and over but if your brain's like yeah bullshit i'm not happy yeah. and it's, it's game over um so yeah i listened to these incantations i used to listen to them going to work yeah uh, you know like going to, into like a, <laughs> a sort of formal company and you'd go in and you're like <sighs> fucking supercharged <laughs> and everyone else's energy is just kind of like, like you know, you're so you're happy right? <laughs> Go back to bed. Disparity in the energy, so it was kind of like, yeah, maybe I should stop doing that, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should be elsewhere, and not exactly. working here, you know? Exactly. Because <laughs> I, want, I want to be on a different energetic plane. Yeah. Um, and I think that's yeah. right. You know what it says? If you think of Muhammad Ali, yeah. when he used to say, "I'm the greatest," he, uh-huh. was, he was punching out. You know, he's like, "I am the greatest," and yeah, he's moving yeah. and punching. So. Yeah, that movement using your physiology. Well, that's it. Yeah, because you're, you're basically you're using your body and really getting behind the things that you're saying to yep. really, you know, fully put it in there and believe yeah. it and just yeah. But you know, I, I wouldn't do it outdoors. <laughs> like, you know, walking along the street with these big motions like no, I did. I, will I did a bit of not follow. <laughs> I believe not destroy. <laughs> <laughs> believe not I did, I, did, I did some of the shouting in my house but then as soon as I was outdoors I was like just, just walk along the street I challenge so, you to get out in that street next yeah, week and see what happens I just start incantating yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. That's the problem with society. We're not being, we're not having any fun. I might end up in an asylum or something. Oh, that's fine. That. I'll come right. check you yeah. out. <laughs> I told them to do it. <laughs> I feel like it was Lynette's fault. Uh, yeah, you're right though. Like, yeah, they're super powerful. I'm trying to think what else I did. I did um, some sort of meditation, and I've also got um, Peter Sage has it's a in audio book form, uh-huh. and it's basically like it's just music, but he's talking over the top of. Uh, over the top of the music yep. so he talks about things like inspiration determination and i often play them they're just Amazing. a really good way of just kind of like centering yourself and just focusing and being like yeah yeah because even if you're not consciously listening to it you could be showering at the same time or doing stuff yep. but subconsciously it's all, you're, going, it's, it's there, all yeah. going in it's all yeah. going in so yeah it's super cool 
Love all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the public speaking, I still now can be shaken. I was at Detox Health and Beauty and my friend was like, you're amazing. I was like, funny, because when I was trying to put the mic on, my hand was like... Really? <laughs> like, hey, don't look at the hand. Don't look at the hand. <laughs> you, but you do quite a bit of speaking-y stuff now, no? Yeah, getting in there, but yeah. um, still can bring up like, oh no, here we go. Really? <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards, like, what did I even say? Did that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So so what, what uh, are some of the things that you do now to maybe kind of get yourself geared up yeah so the the affirmations also <laughs> yeah. like finding my move so i've got this so in tony robbins he gets you to find your move and he says do you move and say yes oh, so okay. i remember i had an egg event that i'd done um last year and i went i was like you got a toilet i can use went into the toilet and all the women are outside and i'm like oh god and i just went and i was like yes yes <laughs> yes and deep breaths deep uh -huh. breaths ground right but, you know, you just have to go. I think the more that you do these things, the mm. less shaky and sweaty you become. Yeah, yeah, And exactly. then you're still going to have that fear, like it's normal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's good because then you can turn that into excitement. And, you know, it's that feeling afterwards when you've done it, even if it's not gone quite right. Yeah. You still feel amazing and uplifted and up-leveled because yeah. you've like pushed through and just showed up. Well, that's it. You put yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And so you have that sense of sort of satisfaction that you've done something to challenge yourself, yeah. if, if nothing else. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but it's funny, like yesterday, I won't name the person, I don't want to implicate anyone, but um, the person is a like a speaker by trade and i mean he works yeah. for a speaking organization he speaks every day sometimes multiple times yeah and i was like how many talks do you think you've done and he's like like way over a thousand yeah and i was like really it was like wow, that's a lot and yeah. he's like yeah i still get nervous yeah and i'm like like really you know, yeah you, like probably know this stuff inside and out you do it every day and you still yeah. get that feeling I think it was at Madonna that used to be sick before she went on stage or still does. I don't know. It's like some right? big celebrity who's uh -huh. a singer, been doing it for years, still vomits before they go on. Because it's just bizarre. your body. It's that fight or flight. You know, you're like, oh, this is a yeah. threat to me. The brain doesn't want to. Cortisol all through the body. Shit. Run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, people, so, I think it's meant, is it not like the, the scariest thing, like that or death? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Most it's, uh, oh, I should know this because in the interview that I did with Mel Sherwood, I brought it up as a statistic. I think it's like 75% of people um, are more afraid of public speaking Chicken. than they are death. Oh, God. I think it is. It's something like that. I'll need to double check that. Yeah, something like that. That's, I knew that. That's crazy. Bananas, you know? what? <laughs> what's, what's actually going to happen to you? It's unlikely that anyone's going to pull out a gun yeah. and shoot you, or that you know a tiger's going to run out. But yeah, it's just one of these. It's that embarrassment thing. I think really. it is. Yeah. I think it is. You know, I was thinking last night it'd be so funny to like go into a, a public speaking room where you're doing a talk and film before you go into it and just say like, "I'm going to intentionally trip up." <laughs> You know, and fall on the ground uh, and see what their reaction is. And then yeah. as soon as you walk in, you know, you like just collapse in a heap and see what their reaction is and then play the video back to them where you say, actually, <laughs> this was intentional and then see what the reaction, because that's basically the, like, what's the worst thing that can yeah. actually go wrong in that environment? Yeah. And like, if it actually does, you know, does it change anything? I think, it's, really. I think it's more the speaking yeah. Thing. I don't for I don't know. For me it's not tripping up. It's like what is about to what come out of my come mouth out? or what what won't come out and you're just like but even like, like a rabbit in the headlights. What's, what you know, what's really the worst thing that could potentially come out? Like you maybe accidentally swear or something. Oh god, I'm I do that. Like, yeah. I do that. I was doing a talk on Sunday and I swore many times. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, but I'm like, oh then you feel more real. As long as well, there's that's... no children in the crowd. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. <laughs> so do you see yourself talking on like platforms to big audiences and stuff? I'd love or... to. Yeah. I'd love that, that awesome. vision, like or guiding like thousands of people through a meditation. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. Big mass meditation, a yeah, big yeah. festival, Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah. Put me yeah. on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to come along to one of your meditations. Yes, they look and awesome. you're just around the corner, at Cannon, Cannon Street. Yeah. On a Thursday morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. What time do you? Eleven a.m. Is it every Thursday? Every Thursday. Yeah. Eleven till twelve. Eleven till twelve. Yeah. And what's the format? So we come in. I share my intention, mm -hmm. and then. Everyone in the room gets to write down their intention and if they want, they can share. Okay. And each week I come in with a theme. So this week is stress hacks. Ooh. So I'm going to share like three stress hacks that they could maybe use in their day. 
Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about stress and then we'll go into a heart meditation. So we're bringing lots of gratitude into the heart space. And then we'll come out of that. We'll pick some cards. So it's a little bit like angel cards, little insights. And then we'll go into a relaxation meditation. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. So it's an hour, but mm-hmm. you kind of explore quite a lot and you get to relax as well. Yeah. And there's opportunity for people to speak, but mm-hmm. you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But that can be powerful. Yeah. Because it's a confidential space and people don't always know each other. And sometimes that's easier to share, mm. you know? Yeah. Camera doing some really cool stuff. Yeah, camera amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've only been, I'm trying to think how many times it would be like just a couple of times because I've done um, Andrew Johnson's guided oh, yeah, meditation yeah, yeah. there. Which I, that was a surreal experience. Yeah. yeah. It was like, you know, because it, he, you went so deep with it and it was so, um, the environment was just so tranquil that when I actually came to it, was, I actually was like, where am I? <laughs> you know, this is not where I thought I was. Yeah, I went to one of his. So it's funny because my brother, years ago, when he, he ended up in hospital, like really ill, and his friend at the time said, you need to start meditating. And he found Andrew Johnson online. <laughs> so he would listen to Andrew Johnson every night. And then like fast forward to just three years ago, he met Andrew and he said, the first thing he said was, I fall asleep to you every night. (laughs) And Andrew's like, maybe not want to share that. (laughs) So, and then I got to meet him and I was like, and then he came to my class and I went, oh, the meditation guru is in the class. And he was like, shut up. He's so like humble. He is so humble. And I remember going to one of his sessions and as he was bringing us back up, I had this real sense of, oh my God. And I just went, "Ah," and I screamed and everyone went, (laughs) It was like, right, are you all right? I'm like, I'm so excited. <laughs> Forgot where I was His again. Celebrity. Celebrity. <laughs> and no, I think it was just it, the way, like, the way he'd taken us to oh, okay. the visualization. I was excited for oh, what was right, coming. Right. Oh, okay. Instead of like keeping it in, I just went, woo! <laughs> like at the end of the meditation, totally ruined the like atmosphere. Oops. <laughs> do you do stuff at the restoration yard? Yes, Tuesday, tonight. Tonight, Is it really? Tuesday night. Yes, it's a beautiful space. It looks amazing. I've never been there either, but yeah. I definitely want to check that out. Basically, surrounded cool. with like forests. So, what what is it? So it's a country park, um, the Buclue House, mm-hmm. run by the Buclue family, and the restoration yard is a place that I think it's been running two years now. It used to be where all the pigs were. So it's like an old courtyard and the building they've kept the same, but they've just refurbished it. So mm-hmm. there's like a cafe, a restaurant, a shop, and then upstairs wellbeing lab. And there it's just a beautiful space to, mm. to chill out. So they do yoga and they do all different stuff. But I do my Tuesday night and that is where my classes started. So I dread, mm. um, it's funny, I dread Lewis Howe's book on holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and through reading that, I was like, what am I doing? Just start something. Just oh, start. Something. What What's that called? That book? I should know that. Something masculine. Something. Not the it's... masculine one. No. He's done one before that. Right. Okay. Um, I can't. I think it was just about starting business or starting something. Yeah. So I was like, "What am I doing?" And I came home a holiday, and I just phoned the lady and said, "Can I book that out on a Tuesday night?" And then I was like, "Right, just call it meditation and affirmations." So yeah, started it two years ago, and it's just grew from strength to strength so how did you know that you were able to do guided meditations before you were doing them if that makes sense so i went on a course called (laughs) connected kids which is a kids meditation course and learned how to do kids meditations and then um i went into school for six months to volunteer with my friend emma she done the yoga part and I done the meditations uh, and children are always your best audience to practice on because they will tell you when you're shit, you know. <laughs> so they were my audience and I just really enjoyed it. At first I was really like panicking, like, oh my God, mm-hmm. writing out scripts. Um, now it's getting easier because you just start to like use your imagination and tune in. And I remember um, Lorraine, who does Connected Kids, Mm -hmm. you have an opportunity to share a meditation with the rest of the room. I was totally in my head, panicking. And then she went, just stop for a moment. Can you start speaking from your heart? And I was like, oh, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Didn't know what it meant. She went, talk about your son. So then I just like, instead of actually guiding, I just spoke about my son and everyone. She was like, ask the rest of the room. She was like, do you feel that? They were like, well, yes. Didn't feel the last thing she was talking about, but huh. felt that. So she really um, 
planted a seed in me to realize it was all about the heart. Mm -hmm. And then I started to sort of follow the work of Greg Braden and yeah. I watched loads of his videos and it's all about, you know, he was a scientist and realized that science doesn't get all right. Mm -hmm. And he realized we have a deep power within us and it's right in our heart. So I just start to talk from the heart. Mm. That's so cool. And just went with it. And I also, I've done theta healing. So, you know, okay. getting into that theta brainwave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'd done loads of different things. Yeah. And it was a class that I wanted to go to. So I created something I would want to go to. That's such basically. a great way. Of, yeah, that's such a good way of looking at things. And, you know, to begin with, sometimes one person would turn up. Sometimes nobody would turn up. But I remember, I think it's in Lewis's book, was like, just keep showing up. And, you know, Tony, everyone says that all these great leaders are like, you have to keep showing up. You have to be committed. Mm -hmm. Once you're committed to something and the universe or whatever you want to call it sees that you're committed, then, you know, things will start to happen. Hmm. But they need to make sure that you're like resilient. So I could have <laughs> gave up a few times like, oh, this is a waste of time. Nobody's coming. But I was like, I just have to keep doing it. And it helps you to practice speaking every week. You know, I've got that weekly practice yeah. of expressing myself. And luckily I've got people that want to hear what I've got to express <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and feel what I've got to express. <laughs> yeah. That's super cool. So um, advice, I'm just thinking advice for people that are interested in getting involved in things like, say, coaching, for example. Yeah. Having um, you know, gone through your your sort of process to date, what would you say if someone's looking to become a coach? The reason that I ask is because I think there's a lot of um, or there's there's maybe not a lot of regulation around coaching, mm. and so some people are just like, well, I'm a life coach. Yeah, you know, they just wake up, they, or they maybe do like a wee, um, you know, hours online course, and they're like, yeah. right, I'm just going to set up a, a Facebook business page, and here I go, yeah, I'm off. I know it happens <laughs> with eh? no real, yeah, like tools or, or you know, education or understanding of the how it actually works. Yeah, so I would, what would say be your advice. I would say get an accredited coach and mm -hmm. practice. So the one that I done, I am accredited. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, find the coach that works for you. A coach shouldn't tell you what to do. They can give you suggestions. They can, they can, you know, show you things that maybe has worked for them or other people. But really, a coach is the one that's just holding the space, mm -hmm. asking you the questions. And you've got to, if you're looking for a coach, you've got to find somebody that you gel with, mm -hmm. somebody that really you feel inspired by, somebody mm -hmm. that maybe has good energy. Mm -hmm. And don't go for the first coach. Like maybe speak to a few before you decide. And for somebody that wants to train as a coach, then find a good organization. Mm -hmm. Find some, again, some, something that you connect with. Mm -hmm. Do mm -hmm. you, you know, do your research. Hmm. And, you know, the more, you know, the more sort of teachings and learnings, the better coach you'll become. Mm. And I think that's why these seminars are so important to me. Mm -hmm. Because every time I go, I understand like humans more and more so the more that you understand how the human being works the easier it is to coach people because mm. we're all going through the same stuff it might just come in different packages yeah but we all feel the same way and we are so connected mm. and i think in my classes when somebody shares not only do they heal by getting it out but everyone in the class heals because they can relate to that story in some way yeah and that's the power. That's what I learned at Landmark. It was all about people sharing. Hmm. And like sharing stuff that you're like, oh my God, I thought my life was shitty. That is nothing compared to what this person's been through. Yeah. Yeah. Often, I think often that's like a matter of perspective as well. It's like one person's struggles might be, you know, or might seem worse, but it's all relative because to the individual, it yeah. might feel just as bad, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah, it, but, you know, in landmark i remember them saying something there could be two little boys in life and something like one boy his his brother stole his apple and the other boy was molested mm -hmm. but they both felt the same mm -hmm. they had that same reaction like heart or like something was taken from them mm -hmm. and then they grew up the same way even yeah. though one was tragic, one mm -hmm. thing that happened was tragic, mm -hmm. and the other thing was nothing. Yeah. But to yeah. that little boy, it was massive at that time. It yeah. triggered something in him. Mm -hmm. So 
even though we might be like, oh, my story's not that bad. Mm. It, it matters to you, though. Of course. So it's like, how do you heal that wound? Yeah. How do you give yourself compassion? Yeah. Jeez. Powerful stuff. So interesting. It is. It's absolutely fascinating. It really is. It's, well, I suppose it's like part of its human psychology, you know, how people yeah. how people work, how they're programmed. Yeah. In Sci Seminar, you know, I love that they said, you know, you're either in growth state or decay state, right? Ooh, okay. So every day we must be growing. We're like plants. We're like nature. And if we're not growing, we're decaying. Yeah, I've, and, I've heard if, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah, and to, to, when you're on holiday, that's fine to decay decay for two weeks <laughs> yeah. you know like just let yourself go <laughs> but everyday life like try and learn something every single day try and grow what are some of your favorite personal development books or resources or podcasts yeah. or go-tos what so the untethered soul by michael a singer and he also it. has a free course which is three 10 minute videos and um, i can share the link with you actually you'll love it cool um he has done the surrender experiment as well so i love that book um all the dr wayne dyer the power of intention when i read that everything changed i got the job at lululemon and then all the all the stuff the good stuff started to happen all the juice and is that what because you started living in alignment or because I've, i hadn't heard of intention before i didn't even know what that word meant <laughs> okay <laughs> i was like oh right and then when you go, like, when I do all this work that I'm doing, intention is everything. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always now set intentions, even before I drive. Like, the intention is that I drive safely. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Intention binds everything. Sometimes I forget. Like, this morning when I ate those <laughs> sugary cereals, <laughs> my intention should have been, and I'm drinking a coffee, the intention around food needs to get a little bit clearer, but... <laughs> I tr you know, I'm You're human. never, I'm human. But when I remember, I, I try as much as possible to set the intention of what I want. And that's why I do it in my classes. Mm -hmm. And it usually works. You know, the intention is to serve everyone lovingly and powerfully. The intention is that we all together hold and create a safe, confidential space. Mm -hmm. And the intention is that you all leave here and I'll say how I want them to leave feeling uplifted, connected, calm, peaceful. And then at the end of the class, I'll say, how does everyone feel? And usually it's some of the words that I've said, because our words are powerful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's so cool that you have that level of interaction and positive impact on people. Like for, so for me, for example, I don't have you know, whilst I do this and I put out stuff and sometimes you get comments like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I don't have anything more tangible. Yeah. Like I'm having a really like person to person yes. ex sort of experience. So that's something that I'd really like to, yeah, create to do for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, it's, but you, you know, you just face all these like the little noises, like the limiting beliefs and the like, yeah. oh, but who am I to do that? Or like, I don't have the training or... Oh, it's, it's, it's funny when, you know, I've been doing obviously the live interviews on Facebook and when I ask yeah. people, do you want to come on? They're like, no, everyone you've had on has been great. <laughs> like, yeah, but everyone's got greatness inside them. You know, accept it and just let's go with it and see what happens because yeah. we've all got a story to tell. We've all got things to share. So every single human being has got like value. Value, yes. <laughs> Insights. Insights. Experience. Awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But it's 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 often easier to see that in others than it is to see it in yourself. And I don't know why that is. But what you can see in others is also in you, or you can see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. That's a deep insight. I like that. So when am I coming to your class then? <laughs> well, we'll need to figure that out. But yeah. Insights with Elliot. Yeah, Insights with Elliot. I like the sound of that. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I need to figure it out. But no, it's totally... I'd really like to do something like that. Good. That would be cool. Humanity be cool. needs it. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know you don't pay attention to the news, but everything that's kicking off and going on, it, there, there needs to be more love, more sharing more love. love for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So where can people find you, Lynette? Where are you online? Where are you? Your website, all that good stuff. Yeah, Instagram is always a great place to connect. Do you like Instagram? I love it. Do you, yeah? Yeah, I really like it. And I used to, <laughs> so it evolved. Mine started as a t-shirt brand. So I had a brand called Angel Pixie Love. Oh, and yeah, because I've seen that handle on yes. some of your stuff. Okay, yes. right. And our best-selling t-shirt was I Love Your Face, <laughs> which came from my son who used to tell me, Mummy, I love your face. <laughs> It was like an affirmation and I started to believe it. I was like, oh, is my face okay then? <laughs> so we put on a t-shirt thinking, oh, it's a bit cheesy. And then that sold the most. And then we had, I love your beard. And, you know, because <laughs> at the time everyone was growing beards. Yeah. Um, and that business taught me a lot. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go quite to plan, but um, it was a great way to connect. And then, yeah, I just kept going with it and that whole love and connecting and yeah it's been a journey so i just changed the handle recently to uh, lynettegray.co.uk okay so at lynettegray.co.uk so my um, website yeah that's that's my handle right okay yeah so instagram you do your facebook lives facebook lives on my personal page on your personal I'm, page yeah i'm up for and also now i share them on my youtube channel oh yeah of course so you do yeah because i've watched just, them there as well yeah I that makes perfect sense yeah lynette gray so if you can't add me or for some reason i don't add you <laughs> on my personal page go to my youtube channel lynette gray okay yeah do you tweet no i gave that up yeah wasn't feeling it yeah it's no a... facebook instagram linkedin a little bit mm -hmm. not sure my stuff probably goes down there very much <laughs> but i've had a few the corporate although, audience yeah i've had a few people reach out yeah um so that's good so yeah now and again i'll post on there i like it but mainly Instagram. Yeah. I love that. People, people it's, it's super popular these days. And yeah. I suppose because it's quite diverse in the different things you can do with it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Well, you sent me a voice message through Instagram. Well, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, did you not? I didn't know that. <laughs> no idea. I, was I like, love a walkie-talkie. It's like walkie-talkies <laughs> yeah. back in the day. But actually, you can like do them to any country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love I, voice I, notes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I'd actually, I, I'm just, I'm in the habit of just, you know, using it's my easier. phone texting, but you're right. Because you can walk and be like, hi, and yeah, send a little voice note. There's probably that, like, what if I say something stupid? I can't nah, delete it. <laughs> nah, it's exciting. <laughs> and people can feel your energy when you do that. Instead of yeah, like, you're sometimes right. you get a text message and you're like, oh, there's no kiss. There's no, that person, their energy, they don't like me. <laughs> so if you're like bo booming out a lovely message to somebody, they're like, oh, thanks. That really cheered me up. That's Go for the cool. voice notes. <laughs> yeah. WhatsApp, you can do it on there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I have done it, and even um, Facebook. But I didn't know. Um, yeah, Instagram I think it's a new thing think. for Instagram. Is it? Yeah, okay. private message, voice note. I need to get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there anything that you would like to say, discuss? You know, is there anything that you feel that we've not covered? Is there anything you're? Um, I think. Want to ask? Are you? I think we're quite good. I think we covered quite a lot. We've covered yeah. a lot. Yeah. We've covered a lot of stuff. It's been exciting. Yes. Taking me down memory lane. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what else? What else have I done? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm just also I'm going back to Sai seminar and it's coming to the UK. Oh, is so it? basically it's been in California for forty five years and it's sort of gone around America. And my friend Susie went and was like, We need to bring this to the UK. So that was her dream. And she's brought it now three times to Scotland. Seriously? Wow. So, so they fly the, the their leaders over, the facilitators, and they deliver. And it's coming to Gatwick this time. Um, and I'm going to assist at it. And I'm just, you know, if anyone wants to explore something that's really deep, but mm -hmm. really amazing, like that, what that company is about is incredible. Yeah. Um, so if anyone wants to join me on that journey, it's in October Okay. Um, for a weekend of transformation just what this country needs <laughs> yeah. like positive transformation world peace let's do this love it yeah love it because <laughs> like there's a lot of events that take place in london i know that later in the year there's a what's it called something conference mind something and it's got like nasim haramein greg braden's talking oh, dr joe dispenza oh. um lynn mctaggart there's a whole bunch of people yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I, Lynn McTaggart. I like. Yeah. I read her book, The Power of Eight. Yeah, I've not. I've not actually read any of her books. I've watched a lot of her stuff online so, and that sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah, I used it. In, I used to experiment in class. So it's basically like getting a group of eight or more people together with the same intention for one person to heal that one person. So like hand on heart, like really focusing in. 
So we'd done it in my class. I got somebody to volunteer, like who's going through stuff or who wants to heal something. And we all stood around and then like sent so much healing to that person. Yeah. Yeah, her stuff's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see Tony actually, Tony Robbins, I think it's next year or later this year is doing Birmingham. Next year, UPW's Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, that's it was like, really? So I think the Excel Centre, so the, basically they get annoyed with him because he runs over. And last year when I was a participant, he was like, I need to get you guys out here at like 10 p.m. sharp. Mm -hmm. And when my brother was, I think my brother done it in California maybe with him. He was like, I was there till two in the morning. Because <laughs> that guy just goes. He's like a Judicel bunny. Yeah. He doesn't stop for drink or <laughs> toilet, you know. And I don't know how he does it. But I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason why. But I think they're quite strict at the Excel. Or maybe it's the size. Maybe they're going to go bigger. Not yeah. sure. Yeah, so it's yeah. Birmingham, yeah. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Like, that's one of my, I suppose, big goals or aspirations is to put on events like that in Scotland. Oh, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like it would be the best means of, you know, how do you create an environment where, like, you're able to interview people of, like, you know, that are yep. doing that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. how, how Tony's not just going to happen to come to Edinburgh by accident. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you need to... Put on a big event for well, them to come. Well, create something that would, you know, entice or yeah. draw or, like, give them a, a reason to come here. Yeah. And maybe it is some sort of TED-style speaker event whereby you, you do... I, I don't... I, you know, it's still very much a, a figuring out process and finding the right people in order to help... Make it happen. Make that happen. But, yeah. you know, that's... that's cool there's the goal. intention. Cool I've goal. said it You've now. said it now. It's out there. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Lynette, I've loved speaking with you. It's been absolutely yes. awesome. Love your energy. Absolutely awesome. Amazing. It's, it's so good. So, thank yeah. you so much for having me. No, it's a pleasure. And thank you for all your insights and value. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Lynette. <laughs>